0: Hello everyone, my name's Ash and I'm a first year medical student and I'm part of the Sergio Academic Subcommittee. Welcome to another episode of our podcast Behind the Scalpel. Today we've invited Julia De Groot, who's a final year medical student at Griffith University. She is currently the vice president of the Australasian Students Surgical Association and past president of Griffith University Surgical Interest Association. While also completing a master's part time, Julia works as a prosector and has set her sights for general surgery.
1: Hi Ash, thanks for having me today.
0: To get things started, what got you interested in surgery, and when did you realise?
1: That's a great question. I guess I'd have to take it back to um, why I wanted to do medicine in the first place. So I started to think about medicine late high school. I was working at a pharmacy and I really enjoyed interacting with the patients that came into the pharmacy there. So late high school, I started studying hard and trying to get a high um, OP to get into medicine. And eventually I did an undergrad in biomedical science. And then did the GAMSAT and then got into medicine at Griffith. So I started thinking about surgery specifically, probably late in undergrad. You always see surgery in movies and TV shows and it just looks so cool. Like the high pressure environment and everyone working together. And then having the patient get better at the end of the surgery. So that idea was always exciting to me. I also liked the idea of working with my hands. I love doing little fine tasks with my hands like crafts and things, and I just thought it might be something that I would hopefully be good at eventually so so once I was in med school, I started looking into the different surgical pathways, and we know there's nine or so different surgical pathways, so the main trouble was trying to figure out which one I wanted to do and making sure that I was ready to um, deal with the difficult lifestyle balance and the hard hours so during first year I just tried to figure out which of the specialties I wanted to do and I was leaning towards general surgery so the reason for this was there's a lot of range in general surgery Uh, you have trauma surgery, transplant surgery, upper GI, colorectal, hepatobiliary and breast and endocrine surgery so there's a lot of variation in general surgery and I also liked that there are more positions so it can be a little bit less competitive to get into (laughs) so ideally I didn't want to spend too many years trying to get onto the program each year and what solidified um, wanting to do surgery was being able to do a surgical rotation in third year so I had seven weeks in colorectal surgery and although Um, I don't think colorectal surgery is the right subspecialty I want to get into it definitely solidified my love for general surgery and that I've chosen it as a career pathway for myself so that's about the the pathway of how I got inspired to do general surgery one day
0: Cool (laughs) Is there a particular memory that stands out to you?
1: Yeah, definitely so in 3rd year I did general surgery as mentioned and also in 4th year I got to do an elective in ASU and trauma surgery. So ASU is the acute surgical unit and they deal with the acute general surgeries at the Gold Coast Hospital. The two main great moments for me in my surgical rotations was in 3rd year the fellow in colorectal surgery allowed me to do the resection of the colorectal polyps which was amazing to be able to lead you know a simple surgery myself that was such a great experience and then in fourth year during my ASU term I was able to do a abscess drainage by myself as well so it's really great when you can build a relationship with the surgeon that you're working with every day when you come to theatre and then eventually they trust you enough to actually perform a surgery yourself so it's an amazing experience to be able to do
0: that. And you've mentioned that surgery is a high-pressure environment. What are some things that you do to handle that pressure?
1: Yeah, okay, great question. That's a hard one because inevitably you're going to be put into a high-pressure situation and have to figure out a way to deal with it. And we get taught a lot of mindfulness in medical school, but personally I find it really hard to practice myself. I'm always highly strong and type A personality and I, although I do function okay in high stress environment, it can definitely get to you over time in the long run. So my advice would be to take a deep breath and just calm yourself down, take a few deep breaths and then reorientate yourself to the situation um, and think your way through it we all make mistakes and we're going to make heaps of mistakes as a medical student at the hospital. (laughs) It's definitely inevitable, but remember that you are learning. And as a student, you don't have full responsibility for your mistakes in the hospital because there's always somebody above you. So I guess first acknowledge that you are going to make some mistakes and try to stay calm, collected and Admit to your mistakes, of course, and try to f- learn from them and see how you can do better next time. Yeah, that's a vague answer, sorry. <laughs>
0: <coughs> no, it's pretty good. So you're in your final year of medicine. What are some things that you've done during medicine that has helped you explore your interest in surgery?
1: Yep, yeah, great question. Okay, there's a, there's a lot to this question. Um, there's a lot you can do in four years of medical school and even before that. So I'll just go through what I did personally first, and then we can talk about things you can do generally. So in first year was when I tried to figure out what type of surgery I want to do. And that doesn't always come to you within your first year of medicine. It may take multiple years. But if you know that you like surgery in general, you can do surgical-related activities and extracurricular things. So in first year, I joined um, Sergia as a surgical skills subcommittee and also um, join the mentorship program subcommittee. And I think joining a surgical society is a great way to meet other people that are also interested in surgery. And it also gives you a pathway to network, network with other surgeons. So you get to contact them, you get to meet them at events and it's, it's an amazing way to meet a mentor and um, ask surgeons about the specialties you're interested in. So the following year, I was the surgical skills officer and we ran a few workshops throughout the year. Um, So that was suturing workshops and things. And then after, sorry, during the same year, myself and another colleague from Griffith, we ran the surgical skills workshops at the International Student Surgical Conference held in Melbourne that year. So that was a great experience. And then in third year, I was president of Surgia So that was a really amazing experience to lead a committee and also meet a lot of new surgeons myself. And surgical society-wise, this year I'm vice president of the Australasian Student Surgical Association. So um, this association is across Australia and New Zealand, so we all have to sort of work online together and that's been an interesting experience. Um, Other extracurricular things, I started a master's degree in second year. So it was the master's in medical research which is a 1.5 year degree and I've been doing it part-time over the final three years of my MD. So this has been challenging for sure but I think it's a great way to learn how to do research and also get some publications out there. Um, it's it's a lot of work on top of you know MD study but as long as you try to spread it out and to balance your other activities. It's definitely possible, but it may not be for everyone, that's all. <laughs> the other things I've done during med school, I've worked as an anatomy tutor and i worked as a prosector, like you mentioned, which is the dissection of the cadavers for the anatomy labs. Um, as for this year, I presented a couple posters at RACS about... COVID and surgical societies and then the other one was about my dissection which I did as a selective. So as you know you can get CV points for research for general surgery and a lot of other surgeries and presenting a poster at a conference is a great way to get some extra points and you can do that during med school. So, That's about the summary of my extracurricular activities throughout med school. It sounds like a lot but spread out over the years, it's definitely doable. And if you know surgery is for you, the best thing you can do is prepare early for it because you're going to save yourself future time.
0: Sweet. What's something that you like to do in your spare time to relax?
1: So what I do in my spare time, um, I try to get enough sleep, which often doesn't happen. Um, So... (laughs) That's probably one of the main things you can do to feel better um, in your day and be less stressed is get enough sleep. But easier said than done. (laughs) Um, The other things I do is exercise. So I go to the gym and I train um, in aerial acrobatics, known as aerial silks. And I do that three times a week. And this year I've been competing in competitions. So it's been a really great um, hobby I've been working on for the past um, three years of med school, so that keeps me motivated and going and other than that, just seeing um friends and spending time with my partner and I guess that with everything else that fills up just about all of my time on top of placement as well so yeah that's those are the things that i that are my hobbies.
0: What advice would you give to medical students considering surgery and more broadly to medical students?
1: So for for a medical student considering surgery, um, as I mentioned, you can do a lot of things during med school to prepare for surgery. So um, you can start making some poster presentations. You can start doing research projects. And there's a lot of interesting research projects offered by the School of Medicine, which you can join onto if you're unexperienced. Um, but sometimes you do have to keep emailing them to ask to be involved. That's that's something you just have to do. Um, you can do an additional degree, which is a <laughs> very difficult feat, but you can do a shorter one, like a diploma, a um, graduate certificate, that kind of thing. Um, I would try to get in contact with surgeons, even just at events and ask them about surgery to see what what you like and what you don't like. And... As for general advice for medical students, the way that I've been able to balance medical school on top of everything else was letting go of the little small things. Like It doesn't matter if you don't know the antibiotic treatment of every single disease. Like You have to let that go. You have to focus on the large topics and the common topics and past papers, that kind of thing, because otherwise if you try to memorise every single L.O., and every single super note (laughs) you're you're not going to get by like you could spend your entire week studying for med school but what is on the exam is not going to be every little detail that might be a very small percentage of the exam so in order to have a balanced life you need to balance medical student studies your hobbies friends family and any other extracurricular activities you have. So I wouldn't put all of your eggs in one basket because if I wanted to get 90% on exams, I wouldn't have been able to do all the other things I've done during med school. So that would be my advice to students. I would, I would try to be an all-rounder because having a seven on your resume is nothing compared to having research, having done um, shadowing experiences, things like that. So definitely don't overstress about exams and study because in the end, there's so much more you could do.
0: So you mentioned volunteering experience. What kind of volunteering opportunities were available to you while you were in uni?
1: So in my undergrad, I did volunteering at the Mater Hospital in Brisbane. So that was a good experience being like a patient companion to chemotherapy patients. Um, I guess another sort of volunteering opportunity would be to assist in a research project because you are unpaid but in the intern you will get listed as an author on the paper so I think that's probably a higher yield volunteering thing you could do during med school because you're adding things to your resume you're adding research experience to your resume so that could be data collection with a clinician it can be Um, helping with ethics applications and helping with writing of papers. So I think that's probably more useful for you at this point because you're in medicine, um, you don't need to volunteer at a hospital anymore. So I would recommend spending more time in research.
0: Okay, so what was the process of you doing a master's degree while also doing medicine?
1: So to do the MMR, Master's in Medical Research, what I had to do was apply to the higher degrees and of research team at Griffith and I had to submit a one-page research proposal along with a supervisor that was willing to um, support me through my, through my degree. So in first year when I was considering doing a master's, I approached a researcher called Jing Sun at um, Griffith School of Medicine and she was happy to be my supervisor for my master's and she also was the one who had an existing project that I was able to use for the Masters. And the reason I, I got onto this existing project was because then I wouldn't have to do any data collection. And given my time restrictions, that was the easiest option for me. For me. So once I started the Masters, it involved a few courses, like a dissertation prep course, some statistics courses, and then a health sciences course. And the rest of the the master's is research-based. So it's approximately a 40,000-word thesis, and this can be published as multiple papers. So for for my case, this is equivalent to about two research papers. So I've done a meta-analysis, and I'm writing an RCT at the moment. And my topic is related to diabetes and interventions, which isn't specifically surgery-related, but the reasoning was the... lack of data collection that I had to do so for the general surgery program a master's counts as some points but any research output from a master's doesn't count as points so in this case it didn't matter that I'm doing a master's not surgically related
0: well thank you very much for your time thanks for having me thank you for listening to another episode of behind the scalpel If you want more episodes, head to www.surgia.org or search for Behind the Scalpel on Spotify or Apple Music.